I give God all the glory. Because God is more than enough. If you live your life without the Bible as the basis of Christianity, you will end being frustrated. You will end being frustrated. The principles of the word of God are not negotiable. The principles of God are not negotiable. God is so God is so faithful that he does not bend the backwards on his word. God is so powerful that no limitations can make him change his mind without notice or ever. God is not subject to human problems that he will not keep faith with the word of promise. It looks so difficult because it is so true. It looks so impossible because it is extremely possible. People that sometimes as humans we find difficult to work with are those who are godly. When you have a godly lecturer, a honest boss, a godly superintendent, you have a godly overseer, a godly pastor, a god, godly manager, a godly director, a godly brother, a godly friend, you have a godly controller. You have a godly um, person in charge of anything. When you are ungodly, there will be a problem. The things of God look so difficult because they are so true. And they are so true, when you don't get them, you have lost it. And I don't know why we find it difficult to get this. I don't know. Because on earth, some things, and in fact, 90% of things on earth that work have precision. They have accuracy. It's either it or not it. For example, you are trying to drive your automobile and you are putting kerosene in your tank. You are putting kerosene in your tank. You know, there's this testimony of a man of God. The man of God said he was on the expressway and his car had a serious problem and he just poured oil into the tank and the oil roared back the, the engine roared back to life the Lord used the oil as petrol here comes this other man of God referring to the same story he said don't listen to him what they put in his book he brought the book of and tore it he said because on that day I was the one who helped me on the express I took him to the next filling station we bought fuel and brought it back one other young man in this town he puts engine i mean i mean the same um kind of oil anointing oil in his car engine on his way to offer and the engine knocked the engine knocked and the man said the lord the lord made the engine knock so that he can get a new car while it is true ladies and gentlemen that supernaturally even sand can drive your engine by the power of god it is not consistent with the physical principles of an automobile engine run smoothly without 
premium motor spirit pms which we call um commonly called petrol precision precision sometimes the precision can be so accurately deciphered that all these artisans all these um, miscreants people by the roadside who call themselves mechanics have no no iota of theory by experience based on an accuracy of walking they, they they hear the sound they test the sound of your car engine and they tell you this is the issue and they tell you once you do this that's all our phone calls have accuracy mathematics english arts communication science history geography they have accuracies there's there's precision involved if you have missed it you have missed it food intake has accuracy when you get back home today test what i'm saying take a a, a, a mold of a bag put in your nose and come and give testimony next sunday you left your house this morning you 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 followed a course in your mind it was church you got here you came through the door through the door I keep, there's something about getting it right on the on the dot the nick of time getting it right but the devil has so blindfolded us we don't want to get it right with God we are satisfied with anything anybody says. This is why liars are thriving in the church through agents. There are several agents of Satan in our day deceiving us on what God has done for us. And this agent of Satan will say, ask for what God has done again and again to blackmail God. To spite God, to spit on the face of your maker. To call God a liar. They are agents of Satan. They will say, do something new in my life. Agents of Satan who will say, once saved, you are going to hell. Agents of Satan who will say, you need deliverance. Bring some money. Come for prayer. So God can do what he has done. They are agents of Satan. And they have been sent to destroy your confidence in God. They have been sent by the devil to discombobulate and agitate you. And ruin your work with God. You and I need precision in Christianity. What is the Lord saying? It is not what your church is saying. Let your church go to sleep. What is the Lord saying? It is not what your body is saying. Let your body go to sleep. It is what the Lord is saying, not what you feel. Let what you feel go to sleep. What is the Lord saying? He's the most important here. Hallelujah. You are welcome to church in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, they all will be attentive and receptive. They will hear and heed the things of the Spirit. They will take to heart the things I will teach. They will take it very much as the Word of God and find it as true from the Word. They will live by these things and be better Christians. From this, Friend lips of clay and these 
non-celebrated platform shall the word of God go to the uttermost part of the earth. From this unlettered building and from this unknown state and little city almost unidentifiable on the map of the world in the archives of events on earth shall the word of God go to the uttermost part of the earth to save souls with power as of the cross the power of eternal life the power of the new creature like a yoga not crossing in his path every opposition the word of God will have a free and a full course in the hearts of men and it shall come to pass that the mountain of the word of redemption shall be exalted upon all mountains. The mountain of the word of faith, the word of grace, the word of accomplishment, all God has done in Christ shall be exalted upon all mountains. And the house of the truth of redemption, and the lips of all willing servants of God shall be exalted upon all houses. And nations of the earth shall take refuge in the word of truth and be saved thank you the devil is a liar only what you have done is true the devil is a liar only what you have done is true the devil is a liar humans are liars the world is a liar his agents are liars what you have done is true i thank you father i give you all the glory and the praise i thank you lord in jesus name we have prayed somebody say amen and amen glory be to god this is church service mercy assembly in the name of the church it's a sunday service it's the very first service this morning and you must listen attentively let me give you a story at first samuel and sometimes i'm very cautious how i use the old testament because it's an old testament indeed it's an old testament why is it called an Old Testament? It is not called an Old Testament because this was its name from inception. It is called an Old Testament because there is a new one. You know some of us don't have such, such information basis approach to the word of God. It is called Old Testament. Let me let me give you one other um, uh, let, let me give you a physiological paraphrasal of that word old or the phrase old testament so it can make more meaning to you did you see my fact from what the bible says just like i came to you in this church i said to you i said everywhere you see blood of jesus put in death of jesus christ so that you don't think the blood of Christ is some liquid from heaven you use for deliverance. The blood of Christ speaks of his death. The blood of Christ is no more available. Christ's blood was used once for the entire world. For the man not saved up to now, Christ's blood is no more available. Because Christ's blood was used in the process of salvation. The man not saved only accepts the finished work that the blood in the process of sacrificial atonement has made to accrue to humanity. But just using the phrase blood of Jesus has derided us and derailed us 
from the truth that we just keep asking for the blood of him who died and paid by his blood once and for all. Each time you ask for the blood of Christ, ladies and gentlemen, it is not available. It is not available anymore. The blood of Christ is no more available. If Christ's blood appears again, then he has died a second time. Christianity is in vain. Let me also help you with this one Old Testament. So you see it. And I'm going to give you a verse of the Holy Bible at Hebrews 8 and verse 13. It says, In that he saith an Old Testament, in that he saith a New Testament, rather, he had made the first old. The reason why the Old Testament is old is because there's a new one. What, what invalidates the Old Testament is not my choice. It's not your choice. It's not our choice. It's not because our church is called New Testament, Pentecostal, Holy Ghost, treated, um, um, rascals in the church of God. It's not because we are rascals. It's because it's a New Testament etched, created, performed, and procedurally um, 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 managed, done by the death of Christ and his resurrection. Are you listening to me? In that he saith anew, he hath made the first old. Now that which decayeth and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. So let's put this and say antiquated, useless, unprofitable, that had vanished away testament. So I want us to read from the testament that has vanished. I want us to read from the useless testament. Let's 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 learn from the useless testament. Because until we begin to use such words, you will not get it right. You just think this pastor somehow is a, he's a juvenile delinquent. He's too young, so he thinks the Old Testament is not good because he does he's afraid of the laws, just like you are afraid. I don't know if you know that we are we are all humans. What you fear, I fear. So if I'm afraid of the law, you also are afraid of the law. If on the grounds of that you want to explain away the, the, the truth of the New Testament, then you're going to miss it. Let's read from the useless testament. Let me give, let me give you two other verses. Yes, a, a, a new, he had made the first old. I'm going to show you this one. Turn your Bibles, may open at Hebrews chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. Are you sure that you are here today? Ha, the devil is a liar, ladies and gentlemen. And whether you like it or not, the truth of the word of God will gain ascendancy. They shall, they shall proceed no further. They shall proceed no further. Their lies will, will uncover them. They shall proceed no further. They shall proceed no further. Hallelujah. Their lies will manifest them and, and show them off as agents of Satan. They shall proceed no further. Hebrews chapter 7 verses 18 and 19. Why is it useless? And, and I'm pr- They are Nord Testament. They, they are Nord Testament. They are Nord Testament. Just like somebody says, let me let me um let me see the the old khaki. Let me see the old khaki. If I, if I said to you, let me see the old khaki, you know, you could say, 
the old car key was was um, put aside because it was faulty. But let's try if it's going to work. But what if I said, let us see the changed car key. It would never work. If it works, it's a counterfeit. It's changed. The, the changed. The annulled testaments. The abrogated, disannulled testament that has been removed. And this we are not getting right. An average pastor is not getting it right. An average Christian is not getting it right. 99% of Christians don't agree with God that the Old Testament is annulled. You are on your own because God says it is annulled. You are on your own. Galatians 5.4 If you are justified by the calling from the grace of Christ, you are on your own because God himself says it is annulled. You are on your own. Because I know many of us are classicals. We say, well, God says it's annulled. I don't believe. Then you are still on your own. I don't know where we have that, that demonic stubbornness in our hearts that refuses to agree with simple things. God says it's annulled. You say you like it. What's your own? Are you the one that made the testament in the first place? Why are you not, why are you not receptive and obedient to God? God said it is annulled. You say, hey, the stories are sweet. Are you the one that made it? You love the stories? Yes. He said it is cancelled. You cannot please God unless you say, Lord, I agree. The Old Testament is cancelled. It is not my lot, nor my portion. It is not my basis of relationship with God. It is not my part. I have no part in the Old Testament. The Old Testament was for the Jews. I am a Gentile. It was a ministration of death. I am in life. It was of the flesh. I am in the spirit. It was through Moses, through Adam's fall. The New Testament is through the Son of God in glory. I am of Christ. The Old Testament was an assurance of an entrance by promise into a physical land of promise. The New Testament is an assurance of having been a member of heaven. I am delivered from the power of darkness today. I am a member of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the New Testament. Hallelujah. Hebrews 7. Hallelujah. For there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before. For the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. Those verses you are quoting are unprofitable. All those your psalms for prayers. All those your psalms for health. All those your Isaiah prophetic Isaiah things. They are useless and unprofitable. I don't know. Hey, hey I'm, I'm afraid. My heart bleeds. Because you see something and you don't agree with it. Huh? What is the issue here? You see something and you say you don't believe. Then you have a serious problem. Are you getting you're on your own you are still on your own because God will not change his mind because of your unbelief everything that happened before Christ came is irrelevant to Christ you are looking at it from the prophetic points 
The question he just asked is this. He said, this is to say the book of Psalms is equally irrelevant. Yes! Capital yes. So, what is the advantage of the Old Testament? I told you before in this church. It is for learning. Whatsoever things we are written at full time, we are written for our learning. We learn from it. We, we learn from it. We don't take it as the basis of relationship with our God because it is not. We, we learn from it. I'm going to give you an example of this. Sometimes you are in a relationship, maybe in marriage or in courtship, and you envy somebody's relationship. Sometimes you are in school and you envies, envy somebody's academic um, progress. At times you are in business, you envy somebody's business expansion. At times you are working for government or the public sector and you envy a colleague's quick promotions. She will always have problems adopting adopting their methods which most times you don't know the underlying basis as your own method you don't know how he's getting what he's getting the only thing that is right to do is to learn from their progress do you get it for example you you are a civil servant and you are paid 30,000 naira per month. Your wife is a civil servant who is paid 23,700 naira per month, 20 kobo. And this your wife doesn't really appreciate you much, doesn't respect you much. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't call her to answer. You say, Honey, honey, honey. She says, Eh, I'm busy. Sister, sister, sister. Stop. I don't like the way you are, you are insulting my, my integrity. You compare your life with somebody else whose husband is speaking 400,000. The wife is speaking 200,000. They are, they are happy because there is money. You, you, the, the kind of respect this man commands from her wife, you may never get in your life. And the reason is very simple. You are too poor to get that kind of respect. Women respect money. Even in the church, in the church. <laughs> Look, all these sisters, don't, if you don't have money, don't marry them. Oh. Now, I'm telling you categorically, don't, this is very clear. If you don't have money, don't marry them. If you marry them, you're on your own. They will tell you what to call, what do you need? Believing God live. Say what to call, what do you need? Say what like Jenny? Bro, <laughs> pray like Jenny. You'll be shocked. And they will ridicule the faith you once preached together. You must work hard at it before you get married. Oh. You must work very hard. And this, do you know what this will do? It could even ruin genuine love. But this is what is happening already. It may even ruin genuine interest in marriage, but this is what is happening. So you should keep your genuine interest in marriage one in one place and work at the other place. So you can work them together. So, I cannot see a marriage and 
They are covenant ties. They are different things. Let's look at their background, their status, their pay packet. Let's look at their conditions. Let's look at the reasons why. The reasons why they are who they are. The reasons why they talk the way they talk. The reasons why they act the way they act. There are reasons why. Sometimes the man forgave the woman. The man, the man has forgiven her. She's forgiven. She's so indebted. When the man says, "What? Well, don't be angry, my dear," it's because she had sinned. He forgave her. Where? Now your own wife is a saint. She has not sinned before. She can never respect you because she owes you nothing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So at the very best, you just learn from it. You say, "This guy is making progress." Oh my Lord, I must make progress also. Not that his life is my life. So, there is a New Testament that nullifies the Old Testament. The book of Psalms was written under the Old Testament. David spoke as an unbeliever. Solomon spoke as an unbeliever Casanova. Believer man who loves women to death, Solomon worship Bible. To take the words of Solomon is to die with women like a bachelor. They were inspired by the spirit. Yes, at certain times they were inspired, you see definite things, but it all reflected on the covenant basis of relationship. They could not go beyond their covenant. That was the basis of all they said. So, you cannot now come from the new and act under the old. You will miss God. You will miss God. Just like if you, as a poor man, expect your wife to respect you like a rich man's wife respects him. You will fight till tomorrow. You will fight. You say, <laughs> I should call you, what did you say I should call you? Uncle? Oh, you are my father? When I married you, I married you, Ashegu. You, you, are you my father? But this other man says, Hello, sneezes, and the woman catches a cold because now money they talk. Now money they talk. So it does not work bringing the old as the basis for the new. Any other question? All right? Sit down, please. You can take your seat. Don't worry. Some Christians using Psalms to pray. Is it legal? Right. What about those who use... Don't worry, I'll help him out. I'll help him out. You can still stay in case there's another question. Stay while. What about those who are using Psalms or the Old Testament to pray and they see results of their prayers? It falls under what I call result is the name of the game. Someone says, it doesn't matter how you get it. Once you get it, it's of God. 
The herbalists in my hometown also has definite results. But it's not of God. The reason why I'm telling you the Old Testament is obsolete is not because I have seen or not seen results. That is secondary. It's because from the Bible it has been declared obsolete. Getting results or not getting results does not nullify the standard. And the moment you remove the principle because you think you are getting results, you will soon meet your waterloo. It is like somebody who pours olive oil into the engine, the engine roars and begins to use olive oil. Well, the engine will soon knock. So let's never look from the angle they have results. Now, if we're going to question that, we we'll, we'll go long because there are many of them who claim they have results. They're just mere coincidences. They're just mere coincidences. They're coincidences. If you take 20 people that pray with the Psalms or the Old Testament, 19 of them don't have results. What looks like result for one is a mere coincidence. That's why they keep coming back to use the same Psalms over and over. And Some of them are just physical results. They are not things spiritual. Because God does not answer the Old Testament. God cannot. God cannot answer the Old Testament. He cannot respond to it. He cannot. You cannot get it through the Old Testament. You cannot. If God responds to the Old Testament, he will cease to be God that same day. I said, God is so true, it looks impossible. He looks so difficult because God is too true. Are you listening to me? What he just raised and what he also raised is a very important point. People will tell you, what do you mean? I have results. I'm rich. I have money. I have breakthrough. Ah, the, the end justifies the means. Not so. Not so. From God, the means justify the end. Do you know what you are saying? What we are saying most times is that at the, at the block of the 100 meters dash, and may I tell you the truth about Nigeria? I don't know Corruption is, is entrenched in the very sinews of our public, political, of our societal lifestyle. Do you know Nigerians can actually stay very close to the end of the 100 meters dash with their athletes, even at the Olympics. We can position our very best at, at 80 meters block to just crash and finish and come first. And we also celebrate, we celebrate false goals. We celebrate lying goals. We celebrate things like there's something that is that is called being wind aided in athletics. When you are wind aided, because with such speed, sometimes wind direction aids you. Nigerians will celebrate such things as normal. Nigerians use false age in football. When you see our under 17, they are 35, 40 years old, but who have been playing for 20 years. Some of them have three wives, 20 kids. And they're under 17. And we say, no, we have won. The end justifies the means. Just shut up, shut up. We have won. But, but the means was wrong. So when the chips are laid down, 
you will see you have a waterloo. To look at results and forget the principles is to miss the will of God. God is not moved by results. He's moved by principles. You may coincidentally stumble on what you call results without good principles. But 100% result, 100% of the time to please the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, comes by accurately working through principles. Go to Celestial Church. The Aladura. Go to Yahweh. Go to Lumba Lumba. Guru Marahaji. And Timothy Joshua. You will see results that dazzle you, but does not change Christianity. And there's no way you can please the Lord except you are filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding outside which you cannot please God. There's no good crashing the things of God. It's either you are getting it right or wrong. Let's see. I don't want us to have the impression it's the pastor making this up. Let's look at this Hebrews chapter 7 then I'll take one more question if there is and I'll move on today. That's come to a Bible study already. I mean, interactive Bible study. I, I do Bible study normally, but this is interactive. And you are free. Please, you are, he's so bold. You are free. Don't worry. You can cut me anytime. I will stop and I will explain to you. It's not meant to to uh, to to rubbish into believing it. So so just but no 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 no. You must you must agree with it. Otherwise, it will not work for you. It's when you get it clear, you now begin to walk in it. That's the best for Christians. Hallelujah. Hebrews 7, 18. For there is verily a disannulling. Disannulling. What is this word? Now this word is, is actually is older than one other word called annulling. This annulling and annulling are the same. This annulling is an, a word of older usage. It came into English language before annulling. Do you know what it means? Before I tell you what it means, June 12, 1993 in Nigeria, there was a winner of one of the before before the last election, it was called the the freest and fairest election in Nigeria. The contestant under STP, Social Democratic Party, had won over NRC. His name Kashima Wu Moshud Abiola Areonokakanfu. With some serious number of votes, he had won landslide victory here comes the president there were some nigerians who never had the word annulling before all their lives i know then i know people who said they were going to check this word in the dictionary here comes this one called ibb who said the elections have been annulled abiola comes into town from his overseas tour declares himself president and he was taking 
for treasonable felony and jailed because his election had been annulled. He could not operate it anymore. Operating it was treasonable felony was like a set up against the government of Nigeria. If you use the Old Testament for that, you'll be jailed by God like Abiola was jailed. Because the Old Testament has been annulled. If you call yourself a Jew or David, if you feel like Isaiah or you feel like Abraham or you feel like Isaac, you will be jailed by God because the election has been annulled. <laughs> to annul means to cancel. To cancel. To abrogate. To erase. To erase. To remove a condition. To change a legislation. To alter a law. To alter it. To alter it. For example, once it was said, if you brought a car into this country that was above 10 years old, it must be seized by the Nigerian customs. Today, that has been changed. You can actually bring a car that is 15 years old. The law has been cancelled. Another law brought in. No matter what you do, if you are caught against this law, you are reprimanded, incarcerated, imprisoned. Here, the Bible tells us something. Now this is not about me or you. Forget about us. It's not about whether you are deeper life or you are Christian life or you are redeemed or you are mercy or you are Christ embassy. It's not about whether you like to dress well or you don't dress well. It's not about whether you are rich or poor. It has nothing to do with our, 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 our lifestyle, our standards. This is the word of God. Don't think it's about uh, you see in this church you are all youths you don't like the Old Testament that's senseless that's not the logic so let's see Hebrews seven eighteen for there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before for the weakness there's a cancellation for the weakness have you seen the word weakness Look at one other word. And the line is unprofitableness. Unprofitableness. Not profitable. God, God said the Old Testament is not profitable. You say you like it. God said the Old Testament is cancelled. You say you believe in it. That is working for you. God said the Old Testament is cursed. They say you just enjoy it. That God, God should bend back. God said, I have cancelled this way to relate with you. I've cancelled this road. You cannot access me here again. I have left this network. You cannot get me on this number again. I have stopped using this number. I have a new number. He said, God. My phone cannot take your old num your new number. I stay with the old. You're on your own. If you make a call and somebody else has called God, you're on your own. 
But God said I have a new number. I, I don't know. I don't know what problems you have here because if I just said, please don't use 080-3386-106 anymore. Nobody here will ask questions. You say, hey, what happened? I said, they stole my phone. I have a new number. Say, Sir, give me your new number. Nobody here will say, I don't agree. Or what do you mean, sir? I prefer the old number. <laughs> I was the one who gave you the old. I'm saying this is a new now. You say, no, sir. You see, the problem is that you have changed network. I hate Glow. I love MTN. Glow, Glow has its CEO, Adenuga, on the most wanted man, most wanted man's plot with Nigerian police. So, sir, I will continue to call you on MTN whether you pick it or not. It sounds ridiculous and, and stubborn. It sounds out of... You won't even say this. You won't even say this. You say, sir, what's your new number? You don't have any problems with that. Because my decision to change my number is not yours. It's not about you. It's not about who you are. And in case it's about you, I have done it. If I'm changing my number to block you, I have done it. So you can't say, sir, forgive me. If I'm going to forgive you, I will forgive you in my new number. I've already changed it. I have my reasons. Any other question? Now ask the question if you have. Let's, alright, go ahead. He's going to give you a microphone right now so they can hear you clearly. Go a bit again. Volume. Uh-huh. About the first question, yes. All right. Yes. As in, as in my question, as in what is really powerful me right now is that, you know, during my predicament, when I have the accident and like that, when PP was my leg, I always sit down outside of my house every evening. So on the call, sitting down outside of my house, I always see some, uh, we like call the emoji. Let me just say emoji. I some men of God just come around and say, ah, bruh, we want to preach to you. Everything, everything. God Hold the mic back so they can hear you clearly. Right, Hold right. it well. So, uh-huh. about the. Okay. Yeah. About the. So, I always see some men of God always come to my house to preach to me and everything. So, men of God from my church and some people just moving around to preach, maybe doing evangelism or something like that. So, but I've seen cases like this. Now, there is a. If there's a guy, as if there's a man of God that come to me and started preaching, say from this social church, this social church, this church. So there's one of my pastors that is in my praying church like that that came on the call of the guy preaching to me. So he he, he got to land as in he sit down and hear what the guy was saying. So after before the guy left, he was like accusing the guy based on the scriptures that what he's saying is wrong and everything. So when the guy so 
So that my pastor in my praying church just asked the guy to leave immediately. So when he left, he now talked to me very well that ah, Oliver, we have been warning in the church that ah, you going to this church, you going to this church, you going to this church, that they are going to mislead you. In fact, so many, as in not only him, so many people are telling me something like that. Ah, this guy, you don't need something like this. You need something that, as in, you need a church that we grow you up very well in spiritual realm, through prayer, through everything, not all these baby church, generation church. I've, I've had a lot of things, you understand? That time will not take me to say. So what, as my question is that, as what is really giving me doubt, um, as what is really convincing me is that, so, in, in, in Christendom, as in Christianity, you know, we have different doctrine. As in, if you look at deeper life, deeper life just base their own doctrine on holiness. I think... It, as in, I think that's what my father always is that holiness that is nothing in this world because something of this art is nothing to him just holiness and how to get to heaven that is how he always believes in and me what I always view my own view and my own focus my own things is is more is more ahead than in fact than everybody in the family and everything because I always view ahead very well and sorry your view is more than your father's own if exactly Let so you have a view different from going to heaven yeah and He's not already going to heaven. You are, you are, you are an upbeat young man who wants money, who wants to enjoy your life. Exactly, your father is a homeless man who wants to make heaven. <laughs> so you don't want so to make I, heaven. No, I want to make heaven. All right. But all these so called heaven, 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 always heaven, heaven, heaven. So heaven is no place to you. No, so heaven is the best to me. But me, as in, as a young man, you just said like as this. a young man. Yeah. All right. I, as in, I always like life is life is good. <laughs> but. On the call, like, ah, have holiness, uh, even though you have a million in your account, you will know. Like our general superintendent, Pastor WF, me, the man is a ethnic chilo billionaire, chilo currency billionaire, but you will know. he's rich? What's the fact that Kumi is a billionaire? What fact do you have? Yeah. I heard he doesn't have a house, doesn't have a bank account. No, he has, he's he's, an account. He said he's a billionaire. He did, yeah, I know, yeah. How did you know? Yeah, yeah thank you, sir. He has in due to the fact that we, as in the church, are building uh, ICC, International Conference Center, like that. At Ayubo Express. Lagos, yeah, exactly. So, there's a day that they are not generally that everybody should come to the church with a member of the family. There's a general notice for all the deeper life nationwide, because I attend deeper life. As my friends attend deeper life, so sometimes like that. So, so when the man was like estimating, as in the chief architect there was like estimating the amount they have been spending on their your boy alone like that, based on millions and billions, I was spending like three three hundred millions every day on a site. Aside from another site, in a, are you sure this fact is right? Three hundred billion every day in Nigeria. As in three hundred million. Million every, every day. day eh, for the, Nigeria. In, before they finish the work, and it's not yet finished. So I was just like looking at this man, like, ah, see this. Hey, but Kumu is not the accountant or the treasurer. No, I, but so what makes church, church money his own money? He's not the kind of person that will say church money is his money. Kumu is not like that. Kumu is always yeah, like, exactly. Either is, as in, either is the you know him more than I do, I guess. Sir, uh, you know him more than I do. As in the way I just view the man is that the man is a man of holiness, and that is as in that is the doctrine of the church, as in. 
Yeah, that is why I use my dad to compare like that, and I don't all this holiness like he's always inching like that. As in, it's not maybe I'm not focusing heaven like that as heaven no, but there are so many things that you can do on this art mm, now that, that makes life more interesting. Be exactly more interesting than just be timidity. That we are no, we are going to holiness. Anything that will make me fall of going to heaven, I mean not even you see somebody that. A small boy, maybe boy of 25 years, that I want to like emulate you. That's ah, see this boy, you are not up to my younger sister age now. As my younger sister is 26 now, you this boy, ah, you can easily. What is this holiness? Ah, I really, as in, I just get on this side now. But all this holiness, holiness, as in, that is where I just build things. As in, as in, what brought all these things that in my parent church, deeper life, as you know, as in, our doctrine is like holiness. Why? I, as in Apple, that is winner, winner, living faith, winners, living faith. Uh, if if you look at their doctrine, I think their doctrine is like something like uh, prosperity and everything. You, you prefer uh, that one? No, it's not maybe I prefer that one. Okay. I just like everything generally. Yeah, I, I just like everything. Like this generally. church, we have no doctrine here. We're just <laughs> small boys running around town. So you like this place? Just come yeah. and okay. That is not the issue, sir. Uh-huh. As, in, as, in I'm, as I'm trying to go to the conclusion of my of my question, sir. All right. Uh, yes, wait. Sir. Let so me try question, to answer. It's getting very long. Yes, Maybe you see. So my question is that if you look at the churches and look at their doctrine and these churches here and their doctrine and all that. So I'm not because we are all Christian and everybody said is walking towards heaven. You understand? Of the day, at the end of the journey on this act. So what I'm asking now is that my question is that. We, after everything, now this one have his own doctrine. I have my own doctrine. As the PU is a, is a pastor of his own church. He has a church. He has his own doctrine. You have his own doctrine. This man has his own doctrine, and I have my and everybody has his own doctrine. Like like nine founders of the church have their own doctrine. So at the end of the day, maybe after Christ, maybe after Christ. As my question is that, will all these things still be happening in heaven? That Okay, we are all made heaven. Those people that are really safe, you understand? As you said, there are so many men of God that are not heavenly connectivities, and there are so many people that they are men of God, but there is nothing to write home about about men of God, uh, anything. So, and those people that are really safe, that you know, as even though even as even though you did not know, but what these people are really safe, that later not made heaven, because the Bible makes us to understand that. Um, not calling me the name of the Lord that will enter later enter the name of the Lord and everything it shall depend on yourself and uh, so my question is that when, at the end of the day when we those that are safe and their name is written in the book of life later make heaven so my question is that all these doctrine stuff like uh, prosperity and uh, holiness you like uh, for one say forever safe and you are still adamant on your sin and you are still doing some wrong things and maybe based on PLF doctrine and everything, and let's just say it like that. Yeah, somehow so, you've been able to uh, so charge with that doctrine. For, in, wait, 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 wait. For example, my question is that we did. Twenty questions. Okay. Wait, let me answer. BLF, once if I ever say sinning, living faith, money, 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 deeper life, holiness. What's your own doctrine? Your personally, your own so, doctrine. I'm not a pastor. Okay, I, hey, I, so reduction. Exactly. All right, I'm not a pastor. it's enough. I, hey, it's, so, I, I've got your question. I got yeah. your question. So I got your question. Yes, I got sir. it. I got it. So my question is that at the end of the day, will this thing be happening in heaven? Because because this uh, cannot happen in heaven. 
I'm acting. No, I'm acting. It's not making it will not happen in heaven. I'm answering. I'm already answering you. Okay. It cannot happen in heaven. Give me the mic. Will still be happening in heaven. It cannot. As the Bible describes heaven, heaven is like any as in there's nothing to compare you. Hey, so and wait, what is heaven? Wait, so Hebrews 13 verse 9. Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. That there are many doctrines in the body of Christ is an abnormality which the Bible spoke of. It's abnormal. It's not normal, it's an abnormality. But God's word has forewarned earlier. That in the last days, there will be diverse doctrines. Hebrews 39. Let me try to answer all the questions you've asked. And if you don't, if you're not satisfied, I will, I will talk to you after church because of our time. Are the Hebrews, are you in church? Are you sure you're here? Be not a bad with diverse and strange doctrine. Have you seen the word doctrines there? For it is a good thing for the heart to be established with grace. Have you seen it? It is true. It's not, it's not strange. Don't be surprised. It's not, it's not a new thing. It should not daze you. In fact, we have just started. There's a church at the US right now where the pastor preaches naked. Members of the church come to church naked. Men, women, boy, girl. They, are, they had a crusade recently of 5,000 naked human beings in the public. They had a powerful crusade. There's the church of Satan. There's some in my hometown there are some churches where they worship palm fronts in my hometown they worship the palm and there are churches if we are saying that Guru Marahaji is not a church I agree because clearly it doesn't say his church if we say church of Satan is not a church I agree they've said Satan but there are churches with the name Christ so and so church that are no churches. Oprah Winfrey is the richest broadcaster I think and she's said she's God now. She has a religion. She's not being worshipped. She's the richest black American. She's been, she's been worshipped. It's not strange. It's not, she's not this. It should not surprise you. Neither should you make a choice. Say, ah, my father's holiness is too hard. Ah, I like Oyedepo. I like BLF or Mercy. Where sinners are called righteous. I, I like Mercy. Where all sinners are called righteous. That's not the point. The point is to look out for the truth that God Himself approves. Don't seek human approval. 
don't make a choice about what you believe don't size yourself up on what you think because what you think or what you believe is immaterial compared to what God is saying let us see this other one at 2nd Timothy 2nd Timothy 2nd Timothy Second Timothy three thirteen. Second Timothy three thirteen. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse. Have you seen it? And worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures how do I know how do I know a true preacher sincerely don't don't look out for a true preacher the Bible never says to look out for the true preacher. Look out for the word of God. If you look for the true preacher, you will miss it. If you look for the word, you cannot mistake it. Because Romans 16 tells us from verse 18 that they will come to us with fair words and good speeches to deceive the heart of the simple. Do you know people go to churches today based on the size of the church, the people that attend the church, the wealth, the pastor's dressing, the pastor's bank account, the pastor's comportment. You may not like Kumuyi because Kumuyi is humble, is a holiness preacher. I may like um, Oyedeko because he's rich and I like money so much. Uzo may like Oyahilome of Embassy because he, he dresses well. He bleaches his face, he uses mascara, and he's, he has fried his head in red oil. All these are sentiments. They have nothing to do with true service of God. Because God does not deal with sentiment. He's God. He's not a man. So what you should look out for is not a of God. Don't even look for a true church. Look out for the word. Don't look out for who your friend is or who your neighbor is. Don't say, I, I like the reverend because he's, he shouts. That's unimportant. If heaven is true, there will be only one way to make it. His name is Jesus. If heaven is not true, there are many ways. Jesus himself said, I am the way. John 14 and verse 6. Evil men shall work worse and worse. Look at verse 14. Look at your responsibility. 
But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of. Let me show you one more. I like the question Oliver has just asked. It's sickening. It's sickening. I have a brother who is late. He died May 12th, 2004. He died a Christian while he was sick. He gave his life to Christ all over again. And But he was a Christian before. And when he was going to backslide, I remember he said, all these churches are lies. Say, look at this one, saying this. They are all liars. He said, he said to me, he said, if God is true, why are there so many divisions? I remember I told him, I said, the divisions are not strange. They are biblically foretold. It's not, it's not catching God unawares. It's not the work of Satan. It's the work of man. It's the work of man. There are always dissensions and divisions and schisms in men. Look, divisions are not peculiar to Christianity. All human religions have divisions. Several years ago, Islam had two sects. Today, there are more than ten sects of Islam. All human religions have divisions. Policies do. Policies. Governments do. There is always division. Amongst parties. Amongst friends. Family members. It's not strange. Christianity is not rather peculiar to Christianity. It's the nature of man. You see some men just get. Man is adventurous. They just create new ideas. Just keep saying thinking. The mind of man is always thinking. You just keep thinking. Thinking and once they think through, they act through and they act wrong. It's part of man to be inconsistent because man is always thinking. Do you know that there are several discoveries? If you watch Discovery Channel, there are several discoveries that have destroyed human lives, not published. Because of human adventure. There are several discoveries. There are aircraft that have attempted to reach the sun. There's no year. American research does not get to the point of getting an aircraft to reach the sun. It always burns off. You will never hear it. There's no year they don't get a submarine that goes to the Marianas um, trench in the Pacific Ocean, the deepest part of Earth. Sometimes about 64 kilometers into the sea. That is, let's say, a distance from here to Bomosho, into the sea. And Americans keep dying. You will not hear of it. Man is adventurous. There's no time BMW doesn't lose lives. People testing their cars, cars to maximum speed. 
revving to 220 and they always have accidents adventure so divisions and schisms are manifestations of human insatiability humans are not satisfied people just adventure now we're using the 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 distract card for um call on our um, um, nitel boxes nigerians are putting this thing in freezers and hot water to recharge it very adventurous it's not new the word of god however is on top of the situation in the last days people will come with diverse and strict doctrines don't listen to them follow what you have learned and believe from the word look at 1st Corinthians chapter 11 verse 19 for there must also be heresies among you that they which are approved may be made manifest among you there are heresies there must be there must be look at this other one it's all over the bible that's why i preach i preach it here on wednesday i preach on fridays i shout i emphasize don't be deceived don't be poisoned please 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 take good food for your health you need it Ephesians 4 get your bibles quickly i like this discourse so vital once anything gets in the way of your relationship with God you are in soup you are in serious soup it's just like somebody sows a discord between you and your wife or husband your spouse or your relations or your good friend somebody sows a seed somebody makes your friend believe you hate him everything you do your friend says you hate him somebody makes you believe it how do you do how do you walk you walk with suspicion so you must be very careful what you hear about God because the devil is all out to deceive you so you won't know how to walk with God this is why there are diverse and strange doctrines coupled with man's adventure what do I do I should therefore I should therefore listen up I should therefore because of these things stop coming to church then the devil has succeeded what he wants he wants to discourage you to backslide i should put all the churches down and make a choice you are so deceived okay i should choose a choice based on my age you are so deceived you should choose a church based on the word in fact before choosing the church choose the word it looks to me as if there are some parts of this world where there are no churches that are good. If you take 100 churches in Lagos, you can really find one good one in Lagos. A brother said, he said, I thank God for the word. He said, I tuned my satellite network to over 40 channels there was not one that was preaching the word 40 channels on the cable not one was preaching the word a time may even come on this act there is no church again 
But thank God, the Bible has sailed through persecutions. No human has been as persecuted as the Bible. No persons as persecuted as handlers of the Bible. There is no book that has suffered such hate and victimization on earth like the Bible. Because it's a pearl of truth. The truth is so powerful, it liberates. Do you know, without going to church all your life, you can live a successful Christian life, working with God, a member of heaven, with a copy of your Bible in the bush, in a language you understand. Do you know? In a bush, with no humans, with your level of education now, you can live a good Christian life. You don't need church. You need God, whom you have. You need your Bible. You don't need any man. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad because because on this earth nobody spoon feeds you. And you want to eat. Nobody spoon feeds you. Your ATM. I say, Oliver, that's your ATM. Give me your password. You say, why? I say, uh, I want to use the password to pray. My password I said, give me your ATM. I want to see it. You are even cautious. I, I said, give me your bank instrument. Give me your check. Sir. Give me your account number. Ah. Give me your ah. Give me your. Several years ago, a brother called me from Abuja. He said, sir, I want to send money to church account. I said, uh, okay. I gave him the number. Zenith Bank 601 Mercy World Outreach. He said, no, sir. I want the ATM card number. I said, I said, bro, for what? He said, my friend wants to help me put the money in the account. He said, I should look for the ATM number. I said, ah. That I'm, I don't really, I've never, I, I'm not um, that savvy. I'm not savvy over these things. I, I don't know much about the bank, but would you need our ATM I said, who wants to say he's my friend? Say your friend. Who is he? Say his name is Jacolo. Or so, just use a word. Ah, Jacolo. It's just I just use that word Jacolo. I've forgotten. I said, eh. Say, bro, okay, don't worry. I'll call it up. I fled. He called me again. He said, Jacolo. That's not his name. I just used that name. He said, Jacolo said you should also supply the ATM number and the password. I said, emoji. Ah, you are blessed. Ah, we'll see later. He later called me and said, Sorry, sir. Sorry, ah. I'm sorry, you have not sent it to me. I said, I have sent it. It's with you. He said, You don't know until I asked somebody who said that. Ah, Jacolo's an evil man. I said, I will never divorce such information. You can't spoon feed me. You're not spoon fed. You go to a restaurant, you pick what you want to eat. But in church, you love to be spoon fed with the wrong things. You don't check your Bible. You don't read your Bible. You don't have love God. You just come to church. Anything said, Amen. You just bless me. Pray for me. I need blessing. Pray. I need breakthrough. You are blessed. You are blessed with wrong things. Amen. You are fed with poison. Amen. You are fed with bad food. Amen. You are fed with rubbish. Amen. You are fed with gutter food. Amen. Amen. It's church. Wrong. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Let me, let me um, round 
often this. Ephesians 4. Verse 13. The word of God is also sacrosanctly clear on the fact that we ought to mature in Christ. There is a wrong assumption. The wrong assumption is that every pastor called pastor is of God. And it's wrong. The wrong assumption is that my pastor knows more than I do. While it is true, my pastor ought to know more than I do, it is possible my pastor doesn't know as much as I do. Thank God for the internet. Thank God for search engines on the internet. I know we are all used to Google. Let's Google it. There are some faster and more specific search engines on the internet that are very specific for things. Do you know that it's affecting education? Several years ago, some idiot would just come to class as a lecturer at the university level and say nonsense. Now they are very careful. In fact, they are so careful that they will say, um, take the assignment home. <laughs> because they know if they mess up, you can come up with a theory they don't know themselves. All those things they give as assignments, they take to go write their thesis, to defend before their own senior lecturer. Knowledge is increasing, it's improving. So they don't just say nonsense. But in the church, pastors say nonsense because we are dullards. We can't respond. We can't ask questions. And if we ask questions, they will cost us. And if, we cost, if they cost us, we will not make money again. And once we don't make money again, we are finished. Church him don't, don't be rude. I'm your man of God. I can only, I, I'm your spiritual. If I don't prosper you, so we are all caged. Who is that lecturer with his head over his neck who will come and say nonsense in class these days? Sometimes he says, I want to um, begin this lecture. I want to teach you on um, um, bisexuality in arthropods. Before he's through, somebody puts it in search engine, brings everything out. Under his locker, he's looking at it. He searches, he, he's not, he doesn't want to be spoon fed. He brings out definitions. Some project work are amazing. We are learning, we are learning. But in the church, we are not learning. In the church, we are not we are retrogressing in the church. We don't have Bibles, we don't read them. We don't read them with saints. Please, when does a Christian read his Bible? In the morning when he's drowsy. In the night when he's tired. When he has the time. At times he comes to sleep. Don't blame him. Don't blame him when he's sleeping. He dances and claps for two hours. He jumps to shake for two hours. He reclines in his seat tired. He begins to sleep. The pastor is giving a sermon on his experience. He doesn't have any challenge. There's a reason why when you say past tense is present tense, he accepts it, he goes away, he remains the same. We are not progressing in Christianity because knowledge is not moving up. We're not searching. We would have been better off as Christians if we all were learning. This church as mercy assembly will have been better off if you all were reading your Bibles. 
Sometimes I'm preaching the word of God. I'm preaching. I see your eyes. You are looking confused. I quickly retouch what I think you understand. Because you are lost already. You're like, and you don't, you will not get it unless you read your Bibles. Let's not make the mistake. Your pastor may know nothing. Your pastor may be a false pastor. Your pastor may be set to deceive you. Whether deliberately or ignorantly, your pastor may, may, may ruin your life with wrong teachings. And it's not about fanciful words. It's not about human philosophies. It's about Christ. There's a difference between human philosophies and Christ. I'll show you that as the last verse and then try to close today. You see, Ephesians 4 identifies the fact that we all need to learn. I need to learn. The word of God. I need to learn the truth of the word. Are you listening to me? On earth, if you challenge me over anything, I may argue a little and then I'll, I'll, I'll submit to what you are teaching. In Christianity, I refuse blatantly, adamantly, incorrigibly, imperviously, boasting, sweating. You see? Reading the word of God. Because it's God. You can't catch me, can you? Look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. That means we have not all come yet. Have you seen it's a futuristic thing? Till we all come. Verse 12 speaks of perfecting of the saints. Perfecting of the saints. Do you know what it suggests? It suggests that I don't know. I don't know well. I may know wrong things. I need help. As a pastor, as a bishop, as an archbishop, I don't know yet. Just like you at 100 level at from 5, at from 2, at primary 2, at kindergarten, at crutch, crutch no class, at peer group, play group. You, you don't know. You're a bank, I fresh, bank, I fresh, graduate employed in the bank. You don't know. Then you don't know. Some days ago at Zenith Bank, I saw a little boy. He's been there for a long time. They just employed me. And he's a very religious brother. That little boy said he's stupid. Said he has stupid. And you will get into trouble very soon. He said, sorry, sir. He made a terrible mistake. He gave somebody a wrong account number by hand, by heart. Person said, give me the number of this. He just gave a wrong number. And the person was meant to pay some tangible money. So he was called stupid. He didn't get angry. If he did, don't worry. His anger will soon tell in his pocket. You know, you do something that are very stupid. You are stupid. Because you, it will have just cost you your life. You will have just died. You will have just died. 
And you don't get angry you like, ah, I need to know. As a child of God, we all need to know. I need to know. I must be taught. I may be wrong. So we are, we are in the process of learning. Nobody is independent of the truth. Nobody is too much. They are not too, too much men of God. That is why Matthew 23 verse 9 says, Call no man father on earth. It says, Call no man master on earth. You have only one father in heaven. You have only one master. Whose name is Jesus. Have you seen verse 13? Till we all. Have you seen we all? It does not exclude G-O. It does not exclude Revo. It does not exclude um, 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 Bishop or, or Prophet. There's no bastion of knowledge on earth. Oh. It's open. It's, it's knowledge open. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Hey! Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. There's more to know. There's a long way to go. You and I have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. What we call knowledge is that uh, he comes to church early. He prays early. He's responsible. He looks holy. This is what we call knowledge and it's not the same as knowledge. Knowledge is information. Not just information, it's information received. To be well informed. To have, to have an illuminated mind. On a course, a discourse on an issue is what is called knowledge. He must be well illuminated. He's, he's refined. He's caught. He's disciplined in it. He's disciplined. Don't you like it when you are a football fan and somebody gives you the history of Manchester or Baka? Some folks here know the history of all the players. Sometimes you look at them with, with awe. Once we had a, a, a meeting in this church, um, fellowship of professionals, and we shared some food after, then those boys began to discuss football. I, I marveled. A man gave the history of some 12 footballers. Say, um, Roto, Roto Mariko was born 1962, April 10. He was 12 years old before he joined Baka. When he left back, I went to Real Madrid. From Real Madrid, he went to. He became a revelation. You see, his coach Ferguson actually moved up for one other person. Then there was this guy that was a FIFA president, and said Blatter, said Blatter, and then you see after we all waited. When he started out, people were arguing, arguing. At the point, they all kept quiet. He flooded everybody. He taught us. He elucidated. He analyzed. He explained. We all waited. Twelve footballers. We began to ask him questions. We said, bro, let our lives be meaningful in your sight. For our great ignorance in football. Give us the history of um, 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 Okucha. Immanuel Okala. He did not know that one. That one I knew. Best Ogedegbi. Felix Owolabi. Owoblu. That one I gave him. It was beautiful. Football. And that was many years ago. I didn't say it was old church. I know you don't know Emmanuel Okala. Shegu Odebami. 
they are great footballers in their own time with their joking football. Sometimes you watch their football, you, you laugh to stupor. It's terrible. It was terrible those days with, with uh, Christian Chuku. Just kick the ball. No, you know, you know. In those days, there was no, there was no pattern of play. There was no pattern. Just put the ball. Chuku would just roll his shots. Ibo boy would just stand like this. He would just boot the ball. He scrambled for a scramble score. Bring it back. He would boot his scramble scramble. Ten zero, two zero. Okala tall, just no, no precision. Just one point like this. Knowledge is important. Information. Information. You see, we must come to church and hear information, not not stories, not. You must leave church and go back home with a thought of going to check the Bible. But when church is just about stories, you dance, you sing, you talk about sorrow, you talk about problem, we release, you are released. That's no longer church. That's no longer church. Educate me. Educate me. There's something I know we do. I know we are lazy. Most Nigerian students are very lazy. But in spite of our laziness, we appreciate lecturers who are stuffed up. And we say it. You say, this guy has stuff. This guy is lazy. He's only picking government money. We may not, we may not really enjoy the lecture, but when the guy is stuffed, you are, excited, you are learning something. Some folks leave this place, they go back to their parents and diss them with what they have been taught in school. They put their shoulders like this and diss everybody in their hometown. It's some new stuff they've learned. Church is about stuff. And it's not stuff of the world, it's stuff of God. Very simple knowledge of God. Ephesians 4.13 Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. You are not there, you are just going. Your pastor is not there, he's just making progress. Nobody is there here, we are all trying. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14 tells us why we should do this on time. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. It's a malady, it's a wrong thing to be tossed to and fro. Like many of us are. Holiness, hey, hey. prosperity, ah, righteousness, ah. One said forever saved. Do anything you like. You see, go to heaven. Hey, hey. Tossed to and fro, agitated, confused, agitated. It's wrong. You have to be stabilized, but stability can never come your way until you hold the word as true. <laughs> some folks tried the first phone one sim, some folks moved to two sims, channel phone, now there are three sims rich boys are coming back to one sim original Nokia <laughs> enough is enough when you use seven channel phones in one year what's the use 12k times 7 compared with one Nokia of 60,000 buy a Kong phone once and for all or some folks are going back to type 310 as rich as they are 
2K phone they buy, put in their pocket. Battery will last for seven days uncharged. You are tired of being agitated. You, you, you go up, down, up, down. There are many Christians today who are frustrated and they are backsliding because we have tossed them to and fro. From redemption camp, Baba blesses them. They move to Dukoya, mountain of fire. He says they should pray. From there to Kumuye, he said they should live in holiness. From there to Saka Yusuf at uh, Nasfat, he says Islam is the way. They go back worse than they came. Agitated. From Samson in this church, people move to Saka, Samson in Shaka. They're on the same street. As soon as they're there. Agitated. Agitated. You come here, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed. You go downstairs, I bless you. You go to Shield of Faith, deliverance. From there to Shoda Place. At the end of the day, you are confused. You will keep like this until one day. You will guide you. So, make up your mind. Take a swear. Take a confession. Swear. Take a swear. Go swear that you know what? To decide to stay with the truth. Like all the whole running around everywhere, whatever they say. Okay, today, okay, Monday, okay, 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 everywhere. Just. So you make up your mind to stay with the word. Not with the church, please. If you stay with the church, the church will fail you. If you stay with this church, the church will fail you. If you stay with God, He will never fail you. You must, you must maintain a bracket of stability that cannot be voided by human disappointment. Nobody here can void my faith in God. Don't forget, I'm not a Christian for you. I'm a Christian because I met Jesus. I did not meet you when I met Christ. When I met Christ, he didn't say I should remember you. In fact, when I met Christ, he did not even remember. I don't even know you. He didn't say you were important. He didn't, even, he didn't tell me he saved. He said he saved me. He saved me. It was after I met Christ I saw you. So you cannot avoid my Christianity. Nobody can. When I see a man who says I'm a Christian, I say, Ah, thank God for your life. You are blessed. I'm happy you're a Christian like me. When he begins to tell me something that will offend what I believe in my God, I say, Ah, Mechano is enough. Wait. Let me check what the Bible says. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Which means there is a wind of doctrinal disparities. Doctrinal differences. It's a wind. Wind blowing. You know what a wind is? It blows irrespective of your thought of direction. There's a wind blowing now. It's blowing. It's blowing everywhere. Wind of deceits. Human doctrines. Analysis, unbeliefs, ideologies, philosophies, wind of doctrines blowing all over the churches. Terrible teachings. You don't identify them because they look good or bad. You identify them because they are out of, of variance or alliance, out of alliance, but they still with the word of God. So whether they sound fine or not is whether they are out of variance with the word. For example, God says you are blessed. I say you will be blessed. That's against the word of God. 
Yes. And, and what, 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 what is the problem is this. Once it looks good, you don't think it's wrong. But even if it's good and it disapproves of my God's standard, it is wrong. Like somebody, somebody says, uh, while you were out, I came to look for you. And we say it is the same as while you were out, I thought I would come to look for you. <laughs> that he came, he did something. He didn't come, he didn't do anything. children tossed to and fro. That's where we are. Look at the word. Look at the word. Tossed to and fro. This is how many Christians are in their mind. Tossed to and fro. Tossed to and fro. Every new Christian gathering is a new confusion. Every new pastor is a new confusion. Every new church is a new confusion. Every service is a new confusion. Turn your television tube on 20 pastors, 40 confusions. Sometimes a pastor has 10 confusions on one thing. He's confusing you, tossed to agitated, destabilized, derailed, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, jolted, lacking equilibrium, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, holiness, no holiness, prosperity, poverty, prosperity, poverty, power, no power. Fast for it, you have it. You don't have it, you get it. Righteousness, breakthrough, deliverance, no deliverance. Delivered, deliverance. May be delivered, may not be delivered. Blessed, not blessed. Blessed, blessing. Oh, dust to and fro. And it's a spiritual disease. It is spiritually deadly because she won't know how to walk with God. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up. You can't get it right. It, it will not harmonize. It won't work. Then be brother, play something. Play, play, play. Oh Lord, I God, how excellent is your name in all. Oh Lord, how excellent. Excellent is your name, oh Lord, oh Lord, my God, in all the earth. How excellent is your name! Do something new in my life, something new in my life, something wonderful. There's no harmony, there's no harmony. He's, he's consistent on a key, he's consistent on a note, he on a song. The song you are singing may be good, but there's no harmony. What you are saying may look right, but it is wrong because there's no harmony. 
we are not saying your style is wrong we are saying it is not harmonizing with what's on ground prayer is not bad prayer becomes bad when it's a wrong prayer Almighty cross Lord lifted up the Son of God as that in time a sacrifice of Calvary has made the mighty cross a tree of life to me there is no harmony shout use inflections use apregrius use crescendo descendo diminuendo there is no harmony thank you very much put your hands together for him hallelujah There is a path to follow. God is God. He cannot change. You are man. You have to change. Otherwise you can get it. Do something new in my life. It's just good. It is just Oh God, it's, 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 oh, it shall be permanent. It shall be permanent. What the Lord has done is just good. But it is wrong because God would not do anything new in your life again than the newness of eternal life. The second one is wrong because whatsoever God doeth by nature is forever. in it. So don't say that. It doesn't sound right. It sounds right. We call it right. God calls it wrong. I've stayed longer. I'll close in five minutes. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and free and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby the lying way to deceive. Look at the point to do but speaking the truth in love. That's your responsibility. Where's the truth in Christ? Where's the truth in redemption? Where's the truth in Christ? This takes me quickly back to where I started before um, there was a question that was raised. And sincerely, I was not interrupted. And I said this before God, I lie not in the Holy Spirit. I thank God He raised the question and we have been able to answer some other questions. If you have other questions, just write it down so I can address it sometime in church. The idea of this church is to teach you at whatever cost to teach you I don't stay long because I'm jobless I don't stay long because I want to keep you waiting I don't, sometimes I'm here, my waist is, is broken literally, I'm painting my waist I'm tired, dying but I stay to teach you at whatever cost, let me drop dead once you have been taught so feel free not to, not to, not to toast or twist you, but to teach and tell you what God had, so you can get it right. You can, you can, you can harmonize. You can get it right. You can get it right. 
It's always very beautiful when you have somebody who can tell you what a friend appreciates. It's always beautiful. It's always beautiful. It's always beautiful. Sometimes relationships work better because there is an intermediary who is neutral. An intermediary is neutral. Who, who protects the interest of the relationship. It's always beautiful. It's always beautiful. When, you, when there is a sister in the church that you, you give money to, as a young lady, and you now see her elder sister you want to marry, ah, you have won. You have won the battle. Because you'll be taking secrets from her and leaking to you. Yeah, it's always when there's new time time, it's always very beautiful. So, if you are in this church and you are hearing me tell you about how to please the Lord, follow it. You will soon begin to enjoy the blessings of practicable Christianity. I'll close. I'll close at second. Um, at, uh, let me close at. Um, let me close right now at Colossians chapter 2 quickly. Colossians 2 and I'm going to close at 1 Samuel. I want to close this discourse on 1 Corinthians 2. Colossians 2 6 As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him. Colossians 2 6 I have just read. Now I'm reading 7 verse 7 Colossians chapter number 2 rooted and built up in him established in the faith as ye have been taught abounding there with thanksgiving the where lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world put this down in your notes I may be spoiled put this down in your note please possibility of being deceived that's the first thing Possibility of being deceived. I may be deceived. I, the the great man of God, may be deceived. I, the great man of God, may be deceived. I, yes, I, the small boy, the small girl. I, the non child I may, I may. There's the possibility of being deceived. I may be spoiled. That's the word deceived. Spoiled. To be corrupted. That's the first thing she put down. As a rider, let's put a. A. Through, through mosaic institutions and human traditions of the Jews. That's what it calls philosophy. This philosophy here is not just um, our present day human philosophy. It's mosaic institutions and philosophies or tenets of the Jewish commandments B vain deceit or vain reasonings C by the traditions of men the tradition history and culture Number one, I said, I may be deceived or spoiled 
I said, let's put it right there. A, through Jewish philosophies and human through Jewish philosophies and mosaic institutions. B, vain reasonings or deceit. C, traditions of men, history and culture. D, the rudiments the rudiments the principles that's the word rudiments the principles that govern physical things this is what the bible calls rudiments of the world the principles that govern breathing seeing hearing principles of health principles of science the 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 principles of weather the principles of summer and winter cold and heat the principles of hamatan and heat low and high temperature I said number one I may be deceived and I told you how A, B, C, D number two deceived against Christ put it down deceived against Christ I may be deceived against Christ I may be deceived against Christ through it quickly number one I said I may be deceived or spoiled I may be deceived I may be I may be and I said A through philosophy or mosaic institutions check it Jewish commandments B vain reasonings outside the gospel C traditions of men history and culture D principles that govern this world normal principles of every day to day living and then number two deceived against Christ let me close with first Samuel which was my very original intention before we delved into this and had a, I had a wonderful time exposing some of these things over and over again. It was a war. It was a war. Samuel chapter 15 from verse 16 it's slightly long I mean some few verses but I'll be through in no time then Samuel said unto Saul stay and I will tell thee what the Lord had said to me this night at first Samuel 15 and verse 10 the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. Ah! It repented me. Why? For he turned back from following me and had not performed my commandment, Samuel. And he cried unto the Lord all night. Samuel prayed for Saul all night, crying. At first, Samuel 15 16, we are learning from this now. We are learning from the useless. 
Because the only profit you can derive from the Old Testament is to learn from it. It is not our basis of relationship. We are only learning from it. First Samuel 15, 16, Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay! And I will tell thee what the Lord had said to me this night. And he said unto him, Stay on. And Samuel said, When thou was little in thy own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore, then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but this fly upon the spoil, and evil in the sight of the Lord. Listen out for this particularly. Verses 20 to 23. All said unto Samuel, Ye, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag, the king of Amalekites, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, and chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Please don't call it disobedience. It says that God ordained should have been utterly destroyed. We are brought as sacrifice to God. Perhaps the Lord forgot to remember sacrifice was an ordinance he himself instituted. So instead of utterly destroying, we brought some for sacrifice. It makes sense. Sacrifice is good. There are certain things within the church that are just good. They are good. They look like it. They look right in our sight. Some prayers are just beautiful. Some songs are beautiful. But God is not a man to be moved by your sentiments. Here we find Saul giving an excuse for disobedience. I did not disobey outrightly. I just felt it was wiser to bring some of these sacrifices. Nobody should call me wrong because sacrifice is good. Yes. Sacrifice is good but you have disobeyed original commandment. Prayer is good if prayed in accordance with the will of God. Many things within the church are right, but if done against the truth of God's word, it becomes out of place. Blessings are good, but how do we ask for it after we have been given? You may think seeking the face of the Lord for blessing will please him, but because he has already blessed you, it cannot please him. Asking God for a new heart because you think you've sinned, ladies and gentlemen, may just look right in your own sight as a way of trying to please the Lord, but because God made you new in his by his spirit, it becomes anti. Trying to be religious, many of us have become unbelieving. In trying to be religious, we have become unbelieving and, and negative. We become rebellious to the word of God, trying to be religious. Trying to, to please the Lord. Trying to make him okay. Trying to... We are actually doing it for the Lord. But we are wrong. We are combat with many things to... Just... God, don't worry. I will, I will satisfy you soon. Say, I don't want it. Obey me first. I'm not a man you can satisfy. Obey me. You only please the Lord. Agree with him. Or agree with his word. First Samuel 15. 
22 and Samuel said had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices is the Lord hey that's my point this morning had the Lord great delight in coming to church and feeling cool and shouting and praying as in agree with his word disobedience is horrible refusing to accept things the way they are is horrendous living in that disagreement with a friend or a loved one is horrifying devastating feet to spiritual growth when for your feelings your church life your experiences you refuse to agree with what God has said you are in Christ blessed you are seeking divine intervention you are in Christ blessed you are seeking the face of God to shine your way you are in Christ blessed a son of God in the kingdom of God you are seeking divine connection Seven Galatians 1 verse 8 but a son and a heir of God through Christ Jesus you have the legacy bequeathed you of eternal life but you are seeking God's face in the sky he lives you by his spirit you don't believe you are seeking his face disobedience is a great sin God does not treasure offerings and sacrifices above obedience your prayer, your, your coming to church is not as important as agreeing with God. We are majoring in the minors. You are wasting your time. Agree with God. Agree with God. Agree with God. Have the Lord great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice to obey oh to obey to agree to concur with what he has said is better to agree you are blessed is better than seeking a blessing to agree you are delivered is better than seeking deliverance to agree you are empowered is better than to seek the power of God. To agree he has made you holy, righteous, and sanctified is better than to seek to get it. To agree you are a member of the kingdom of God already is better than struggling to make heaven. To agree you are a new creature is better than asking him to do something new in your life. To agree you are the building of God special and habited by God's spirit permanently is better than asking him to come and dwell in you. To agree with what God has done is better than to join gangs with the devil in his gangsterism and his agents in their vile opposition to the cross asking God for the given. To agree with all God has done is better. Oh poor God oh poor God in our generation you are called a nobody your truth is called a lie humans are believed than you 
oh poor God all you wrote by Christ Jesus today has become vain on the same pulpit from where you ordained that the world should go forth to the earth oh poor God in our own time the things of the spirit are regarded as nothing the things of the flesh are called the spiritual oh poor God in blessing you have blessed us in saving you have saved us is it not a wonder that the vilest thing that God would never tolerate in life is sin and the vilest man God loves most is a sinner in Christ Jesus we have been redeemed oh poor God yet all these are set aside and men are seeking to find redemption in others your blood shed once and for all people ask again and again your death that was once to give us life we ask over and over again how many churches this Sunday morning we are crying oh the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus asking Christ to die again and again to subject him to public shame oh poor God as though the work was in vain 2 Corinthians 13 8 for we can do nothing against the truth but for it stand to your feet oh poor God despised of men rejected blasphemed misjudged misread oh God misrepresented by your servant you have ordained and sent forth Oh poor God. Oh God in his infinite mercies. Called a liar every minute. Our songs are targeted at making him a liar. We sing songs that call him a liar to his face. We pray prayers that blacklist him. Why are we this inhuman and wicked? And cruel to God who saved us. Why do we deny the cross at every opportunity? Why do we have programs after programs to call Jehovah God a liar? Why do we preach our sermons out of the context of what He has done? Why are we this harsh, unthinking? with this dehumanizing and, and, and vile calling his work vain why have we joined the gang of demons against the father of spirits why are we being used against our father why is your mouth being used to run God down what you call praises lies of the devil concocted in your heads why have you joined the devil and his cohorts in calling God untrue oh my lord the maker of heaven and earth called a nobody the savior of mankind called weak in the sight of witches and wizards the maker of Satan and demons and all the powers therein, before whom no power stands, the God before whom all gods are mere idols, is being reduced to an 
object concealed in a bottle sold at a peanut saw before men. God who made the heavens and the earth is being reduced to an object used in a piece of cloth. God is being reduced to an object on the palms of fine art. Ordinary man he made from rubbish. He made man from the rubbish of the earth. Who is man? Who is man that thou art mindful of him? Who is man who drinketh iniquity like water? Even Lord, the clouds and the heavens are not clean in your sight. You take your angels with contempt. How less you will take man, the son of man born unto troubles, whose life is like the sparks that go upwards, who drinketh iniquity like water. Oh God, how on earth is this, is this injustice meted you? This injustice against the Lord, the Father of Spirits, a denial of his work, a contempt, a despise, a derision, a disdain of his work. Oh God, who set the heaven and the earth, who loved man so much, is being called a nobody. He's been called a non-entity. He's been called a wind. He's been called an ordinary feeling. He's been used as an object for breakthrough. An object to make money on earth. God who saved from so great a death. Who delivered from the power of the devil. Who put us in the kingdom of God. Who opened our eyes. Who turned us from power of darkness to the power of God. He's been called a nobody. I shall arise today I shall arise and do everything in my power to call God whom he calls himself I would arise and allow the word of God to judge my thought of God I am tired of being misled I am tired of being deceived I am tired of being mistaught I am tired of all this misrepresentation I want to know God myself. I want to look into the word of redemption and know God. I will speak no more of God till I know him. I will speak no more lie of my God till I know him. I will let the word judge my thoughts and my sermons and my message about God. Only God is self-speaking. We have no right to speak for him. He's self-asserting. He's all by himself God. He's God alone and he alone is God. Thank you Father. You are Alpha and Omega. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.